You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. We'll be talking about Nina Simone's Wild is the Wind. In the room, I have Sean, Hi. Grady, hey. Ben, hey. John, and hey. Adam. Hey. Wild is the Wind is jazz singer-songwriter and pianist. Nina Simone's sixth album for Phillips Records, produced by Hal Moody, and the genre is jazz, blues, folk, and R&B. <laughs> and a lot of this is from All Music. Uh, Nina Simone was one of the most gifted vocalists of her generation. She was a singer, pianist, songwriter who bent genres to her will rather than allowing herself to be confined by their boundaries. Her work swung back and forth between jazz, blues, soul, classical, R&B, pop, gospel, and world music with passion, emotional honesty, and a strong grasp of technique as the constants of her music career. While always conscious of the ongoing struggle for civil rights and the fight for racial equality, Simone also enjoyed a British hit single in 1964 with Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. And while the record didn't fare as well in the United States, a year later the Animals would cover the song to the pop charts on both sides of the Atlantic. Simone next hit the British charts with her cover of Screamin' Jay Hawkins, I Put a Spell on You, which also rose to the top 30 in the United States. The album Wild is the Wind was a pastiche of leftovers from sessions for Nina Simone's four previous albums on Phillips, but you never guess from listening. The material is certainly as strong, consistent as it is on her other mid-60 LPs, as is the case with most of her albums of the time. The selections are almost unnervingly diverse, ranging from jazz ballads to traditional folk tunes to a near calypso of Why Keep on Breaking My Heart to the somber, almost chilling title track. Highlights include two outstanding pop soul numbers written by the pre-disco Van McCoy, Either Way I Lose, Break Down and Let It All Out, and The Emotional Four Women, a string of searing vignettes about the hardships of four African-American women that ranks as one of Simone's finest compositions. What do we think of Wild is the Wind? Yeah. So good. Speak up. Also, that <laughs> four women song, which is on our headphones right now, too, is so incredibly powerful. Yeah. I listened to it five times today. The whole album. Wow. <laughs> yeah. b- b- before we get too deep, it's a... Is it a pastiche? Is that the right word? Because pastiche is like an imitation or a parody. This doesn't feel like any of that. Uh, I thought it meant I don't know a, what like it was a blend. Saying. Maybe I it's a different um, definition. But um, uh, anyways, so powerful. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that this was like just the scraps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, I, I, in general, I can't say enough nice things about Nina Simone. I mean, the skill. Uh, that she has in every element of being a musician is just stunning. And I thought the variety on this record 
was awesome. It opens with just sort of like a poppy R&B song, and then immediately goes into Four Women, yeah, which yeah. which has this very strange piano melody linking all the vignettes together. Is she playing know. piano on this record? Oh yeah, cool. No, I mean that's so the thing that I think is so crazy about Nina Simone is that you know, she went to Juilliard for piano and she started singing just because like she could make some money playing like jazz clubs. Well, like. She was asked to. Yeah. 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 I mean, she was playing piano, I guess, in Atlantic City, and the guy who was the manager of the club or whatever was like, "You need to accompany yourself on the piano." So she started singing. And then she starts singing like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, and then oh, you can write too. Oh, it's just I don't know. She just when I hear her stuff, it's so next level in the arrangements and choices. It's just very inspired. And also I think, you know, in the time period we're listening to, we're hearing a lot of white artists stealing from black artists and doing a proficient job, like technically, but the one thing they can never do is sell it. And like, she is so incredible at just like the passion and like, you know, you can only imagine like, since she's a musician, how many hours she spent working on these songs and like playing them over and over again to death. And it sounds like She's telling you for the first time mm -hmm. all these things. It's amazing. Very visceral performances. She's known for that, of course. Like, cathartic. Mm -hmm. I'm just getting lost in what we're listening to. <laughs> I, was, I was listening to it at work, yeah, and I was just, like, I'm not doing anything. Like the, 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 the soft power of her voice in those in those quieter moments, it's never, like, it's never fragile or delicate. There's this, especially in her more, uh, as I was reading, you know, this... This that four women song is sort of the beginning of a much more politically charged uh, period in her her career. There's this like seething rage that you hear it underlying all, all of these words. Um, it's just give me chills listening to most of this album. And that song was banned because people thought she was making stereotypes about race. Oh wow! Yeah, like some radio stations wouldn't play it because they thought she was being racist and was like, "Wow, you're." Well, Just take a look at yourself, yeah. maybe. <laughs> idiot, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I found this album, I mean, she she had always kind of been in my radar as just an amazing singer, but this definitely, every song on this, you were like, wow, that's a great song, that's a great song. And, and it's all totally kind different. Of, yeah, it all kind of blend together. I was, I was surprised to hear that it was actually, you know, pulled from earlier sessions and just put on, kind of on this as an album because I would, yeah, I would have never known um, that it wasn't just all it written for the all, same. It's mixed and everything. Yeah. Some of them were live cuts apparently too. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And I don't know which ones those are honestly. Yeah. And, and like to your point about her always kind of being in your, your world as a music listener, like that's true, but also like I think she had so many records that it might be hard to know where to start if you want to get into Nina Simone. That's where just I start here. This is a great album. Getting into this yeah. like... <laughs> I was first introduced to her actually by Jeff Buckley's cover of Lilac Wine mm -hmm. off of Grace, which I didn't realize how like note for note he he covered that. Myself on a cool damp night, gave myself in that misty light, was hypnotized by strange delight under a lilac tree. I made wine from the lilac tree my heart in its recipe it makes me see what I want to see be what I want to be when I think more than I want to think do 
things I never should do. I drink much more than I ought to drink because it brings me back you. How would one describe her voice? I was trying to think about it, and I was I had a hard time deciding if it's just a. I think it's it's so unique that I. I think it's I beautiful, but it lacks prettiness. Yeah. It's it's in the yeah. lower okay. register it's a little war- bit. I would say yeah. warm, mm-hmm. but with uh, yeah. em- emotion. Warm it's not emotion. coarse or rough, but there's a little edge mm-hmm. to yeah. it. It's, yeah. not, it's not a pure voice. There's so yeah. much like humanity I know every voice is a human voice (laughs) but it's like it's so weathered yeah that's what I was going to say the wear there's like wear I wouldn't say like we talked about Billie Holiday before and how her voice was gone and she had a lower register um, and she could kind of get around that with her her different uh, phrasings but this one has that almost that quality, but it's not raspy at all. It's yeah. I think it's also not clear. Sometimes you can through. hear like artists singing, and they sound like they grew up listening to a certain type of voice or type of music. And with her, it's just so singular. Like it's her voice. Yeah, there's no like outside influence. It's just very organic. Have you has, have you guys seen uh, what happened, Miss Simone? I haven't seen it yet. <sighs> Do you want to cry for two hours? I love to cry. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. like it's seriously, uh, it's brutal. Um, it is. Is just devastating. Uh, hard life, uh, and I feel like I don't know. I probably projecting, but like I feel like you hear it in in the music. Um, it's just uh, no, no, absolutely. I mean, she gives it yeah. everything. Yeah, you, and you it and comes when you across. watch her live, if you've ever seen live performances, yeah. like it's definitely that like edge of her seat, like shoulders pushing and like just like physical reaction and uh, to performance it's just i I was saying to sarah because she wanted to listen to this record when i listened to it um so we could just listen together i said to her the funny thing about nina simone is i have listened to a bunch of different records over uh the years and i don't necessarily love every song that she has and i don't hear her music and say and and I and self-identify with it. I don't say like, yeah, like this is this is the kind of tunes that Adam's into. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like certain things you hear it and you're like, oh, I wanna be like like part of this, or this speaks to me in a way that like says something about me. When I listen to Nina Simone, I just th- I just think, wow, she's amazing. <laughs> like, not like I think she's amazing, just like this is an undeniably talented, incredible person. Like, and I think that's so cool. So like, I feel like she takes away my subjectivity because I'm just in awe of the, uh, 
the real talent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was that one I don't know how to say that any other way. There's that one story I read, like, I think it was on Wikipedia or something, but they're saying how, like, when she was in school, she had a recital, a piano recital, and her parents were asked to sit in the back to make room for the white parents, and she wouldn't play until her parents were allowed to sit in the front. And I just feel like that, like, yeah. just, like, steadfastness. And, you know, I mean, obviously she was pretty big in, like, civil rights things and everything, but yeah. just, like, the, you know... She's she doesn't like bend anything. Like, yeah, that, that's know? that's what I thought. No compromise. Yeah, yeah, there weren't compromises when she was writing these songs that were a little like controversial, or she just kept doing it, and that was you know that story is apparently from when it. she was yeah. twelve. So <laughs> it kind of lets you know that like that yeah. kernel of her being it's already there was formed yeah. Yeah, she's early. She's not horsing around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is she's born that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah reminded me of a cover that she does of Suzanne by uh, Leonard Cohen, yeah. which is like her favorite cover of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Yeah, and so... Not, not Rich Girl by Hall Notes, <laughs> which she has also covered. She also oh, covers right? uh, Nemo yes. by Jacques Brel. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's just like, you think his version is devastating, she will just blow you away. <laughs> it's like it's in French and you're still like, I know, right? Like, <laughs> Do you guys remember when you first heard her at all or noticed her? Does anybody have a memory? Because I remember... People, when I was like in college, I, I wasn't familiar with her yet. And I remember some people dogging her back then and just thinking it was like way too much or something. I remember huh. people not liking it I could at see, that age. I could see it because depending on which song you pick, she does have a theatrical uh, yeah. presence. And so I could see someone not understanding, no, she's the real deal and almost thinking like, Oh, this is someone Affected kind of affected or something. Yeah, that mm. someone's imitating a, you know, this this thing, especially in, at a young age, in maybe. trying to be, you know, too overtly. Um, but I I don't know. It, she sells it to me. I mean, when you listen to the voice, I, I don't think you. None you of it's ever grabbed me as much as this album has with, with her. There hasn't been an album that I've heard um, that. I just didn't want to stop listening, and each song pulled me in, um, and it was so compelling, and, and so it's rich, and, and so I mean, the performance is just immaculate uh, in, in, in every aspect. Um, Sometimes I'm more moved by, you know, the sad, slow numbers, but I have to say the last track on this record... Uh, it's like I lose either way or something. Either way I lose, yeah. Either way I lose. <clears throat> I hadn't heard that. That song is so cool. It's mm-hmm. the choice of the arrangement of the chord changes is surprising while the it feels like it feels like a subverted Screamin' Jay Hawkins song. Mm-hmm. Is that by the same guy who did Breakdown and Let It All Out? Yes. Who is also Best known for doing the hustle. Yep. Whoa. What? <laughs> Do the hustle. I love that fact. <laughs> That's wow. the guy. That's why it's wow. got that like. Yeah. You know, those are a few songs on here that's got that 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 funk. Yeah. She does a lot of covers, and it's so interesting when you just like start realizing like, oh right, that's a cover. Oh, but it's but it all sounds, you know. Like it's it her. Sounds. Yeah. <laughs> she brings it in. Her, yeah. her t- selection of covers is also so interesting. Yeah. Because it's just all over the place. She's not She's not trying to imitate anybody. She just wants to do a song. Like, oh, that's a good song. I'll yeah. play that one. Right. <laughs> it's kind of what Aretha does, um, and she'll be coming up soon. I've always liked her covers a lot because yeah. she has such a distinct style that uh, you, can, you can just, like, adapt it to make it work for well, her. She'll play a cover and it'll become her song. Like, yeah. respect. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, for example... Otis who? Otis Warning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Her Elnor Rigby is really famous, oh, too. Oh, God, yeah. But different artists, different, <laughs> different weed. down and let it all out. Break Anything else before we talk about if anybody <laughs> doesn't like this album, they'll probably just I'll fight you. go out the door. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wild as the Wind was also covered by another favorite of the group, I'm sure, David Bowie, on mm. his 76 album, Station to Station. Mm. Who? <laughs> There's also a, a Cat Power cover of, um, uh, which one is it? <clears throat> I'm just going to say, I mean, positive on this one, for sure. I mean, yeah, you're right. If you want to start with an album and you want to know who Nina Simone is, this is a great album to start with. Mm -hmm. There there were a couple before, um, I Put a Spell on You, and there was another one which I'm uh, escaping me, but uh, it's like blue something. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is a great one. Go with this one. I agree with everything you just said. By all means, yeah. A little darker, a lot of in some of the subject matter, but but that that is compelling to me certainly. Yeah, I guess you. That's another thing. You might have to be in a little bit of the the right mood. Uh, kind of start going back to our first one with uh, uh, Frank Sinatra. Mm, yeah, you got to kind of be in, in in that mood to dark to, rainy nights. Yeah, to, to feel dark it. Dark night of the soul, sort yeah, of. Yeah, you're probably not going to put this on and. When you're skipping through a sunny day. Actually, today I was oh, listening to this. Well, yeah, but then it, it rained today, and I had to walk somewhere downtown, and oh. I was like, "Thank God it rained, because like, this is perfect." How do you tie boat? Uh, like, yeah, <laughs> having it uh, all. So yeah, positive for me. Although it does actually bear the, beg the question, uh, because it's a compilation of live and studio cuts. I thought there was a stipulation with this book that they didn't do those sorts of albums. I thought that too, but I think they released it as this, and it not released sure. it as like these songs before. Sure. And I, either way, it deserves a place on yeah. here. If, if yeah, the decide, songs are previously you know. unreleased, Yeah, and this is like yeah. their first release as this album... I counted as an album, even if it's from different sessions. Yeah. It works for me, it doesn't matter, but yeah. Uh, uh, positive, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah positive it. for me. Yeah. yeah. I, certainly positive for me, but uh, I, I think just because last week's was the Yardbirds, and it's like there's a album. I, I just thought it's, it's really interesting thinking about it, where it's like there's an album that we didn't unanimously love uh, that's pieced together pretty quickly, and then this one is also kind of pieced together, but in a different way with the leftover songs. And like to me, it's it's just like what a difference. <laughs> But how much it all works together as a whole. Isn't that is, odd? Yeah, is I just. Astoundingly, just. Very. Vastly different. Very different. Because uh, to me, this actually feels like an album, but it's mm-hmm. not. Well, know? also, well, like, this album like, has one star. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and like the Yardbirds couldn't, obviously, could not let one person shine. And that's what I was saying about yeah. voice. Like, yeah. it makes me wonder, like, how much albums, like, kind of need voice, unless you just are so good at working together, and maybe you got a couple singer songwriters, like those rare cases. 
like the Beatles or, you know. The band. Yeah, the band. Like, uh, But there's a couple out there that, that can pull it off. But You know what both the Beatles and the band have, though, is songwriters. Yeah. I, uh, I hate to keep on going back to the Yardbirds. I think the issue with that like wasn't the lack of talent or musicianship or even too many cooks in the kitchen is that none of the cooks were crafters of songs. Yeah, and Nina can craft and cover mm-hmm. and perform. I hope in in episodes future we continue to go back to how much we didn't like. Them. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up. I just thought it was relevant because it's two records in a row that are sort of like they're sudden, suddenly assembled. But for different reasons. Well, also, I mean, if you think about it, like this, this book is on a timeline, so they are peers in some ways. Sure, yeah. sure. You know, you have yeah. To yeah, yeah. We're just having a conversation. A loose timeline. <laughs> We're just we talking. Now know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, any other uh, Nina uh, info? Love you, girl. Nina facts. Uh, <laughs> she was for violent opposition, not nonviolent opposition to the uh, civil rights issues she was facing. I did uh, She told Martin Luther King that to his face, uh, died in France because she wasn't coming back to the States because she had tax crimes, I think. <laughs> uh, what else? Performed with Miriam McCaba. Performed with Miriam McCaba. Wow, what a love. Um, That's like a, like, can I go back in time, please? <laughs> not actually named Nina Simone. Yep. Right. Uh... In her fact, middle name is Kathleen, and that's my middle name. Oh my gosh, I was uh, so happy when I found cha- that out. Change her name to Nina Simone to hide her identity from her parents for playing ungodly music in mm-hmm. Atlantic City piano bars. Yeah. Yep. Facts. These, facts. Are, these are quick facts by John. <laughs> John facts. Breaking John news. <laughs> uh, I wish you were my mom. <laughs> oh my god. If she All was right. my mom, she'd be married to Jeff Beck. <laughs> oh, mom and dad. Oh, oh. oh, anybody else want a beer? All right. I'll do it. Next time we'll be talking about Astrid Gilberto Beach Samba. Thanks, y'all. Mm-hmm.